Welcome to the Heartbreak to Happiness Show with Sarah Davison. If you're struggling with a breakup and you feel shocked, angry, betrayed, devastated, or sad and alone, then this podcast is for you. Best-selling author and award-winning host Sarah Davison shares how you too can get on with your life to heal, grow, and move from heartbreak to happiness. Here's your host, Sarah Davison. Welcome back to the show. And today, my guest is Angie Baniki. Angie is Hollywood's go-to tarot card reader, inspiring the entertainment world and opening the minds of the biggest skeptics. Her client list includes celebrities, politicians, entertainment industry executives, and CEOs of major corporations, some of whom she has guided to close multi-million dollar deals, naming exact dates in the process. Angie's been featured on E, Vanderpump Rules, Cosmo, BuzzFeed, Refinery29, and more. She is the tarot writer and go-to expert for Goop. Angie offers clients unique life mapping guided by a combination of tarot and music, yet provides a refreshing down-to-earth perspective on energy and spirituality. She helps clients reflect on patterns and notice shifts to propel them forward in life. So I am super excited to welcome Angie Baniki to the show. Welcome, Angie. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Wow. Well, I am super excited because I've always been a massive fan of this kind of work. So tell my listeners just a little bit about how you got into tarot and, and how it works. Sure. So I am not... Well, I guess this is becoming more of the typical story, but when it happened to me, I was someone who wasn't into tarot cards. Like I spent the first 30 years of my life, like working PR marketing, doing like events, connecting brands and celebrities. I always had a thing where people would be like, how did you know that? You know, but I was always like, I like, I don't know, coincidence. Like I just sort of like worked really hard. And then around 33, after I turned 30, I would just say like, things started opening up. I started having dreams and I would call people and say like what they were wearing and what they were doing. And they would be like, that was me yesterday. You know, and it would be someone I hadn't talked to in a year. Um, and uh, yeah. And then someone gifted me tarot cards and it just sort of opened up. I was just telling this story to someone because they were like, I remember when you worked for Budweiser um, and my client at Budweiser was someone who I'll never forget. She, I would tell them that I would like call her in the, you know, late at a weekend night or something and be like, I just like, I feel like I'm supposed to tell you someone in your New York office, like, I don't trust them. And like, be careful this week. And then she would call me, you know, the week being like, oh my God, why are you working for us? Like, you're not supposed to be doing this anymore. I ran into someone who was like, I remember when you worked with like Budweiser and we're doing like events and, and stuff with celebrities and I was saying oh they actually my client there was uh one of the people who sort of pushed me towards this because I would like call her I remember there was one weekend or it was like a late one night and I was like I feel like I'm supposed to tell you there's someone in your New York office that I don't really trust and like just be careful this week and all this stuff happened and she was like I'm sending you to my numerologist like you're not supposed to be doing this anymore you're supposed to be like 
following your gifts. And she took me to a numerologist who was like, oh yeah, around 33, you have Jesus's numbers. That's where it's like, you open up to your gifts. And I was like, mm, okay, buddy. <laughs> I still didn't really believe it. Um, but so it was sort of a slower evolution for me, but I think it's what's helped because now I'm teaching. And so I really believe I was supposed to have this 10 years where it wasn't quite as, you know, you're someone who you're like, I've always loved tarot, whatever, but I think, you know, mainstream it's taken, especially in the States, a lot, all my friends are like, what are you doing with your life? Like, wait, you're successful in business. Like, what do you mean you're quitting to like read cards? Like, this is crazy. And I really now see how tarot sort of bloom people are opening up to more of their gifts and sort of the unknown and I'm like oh it was supposed to happen for me you know 10 years ago so I could be caught up and help be supportive as everyone is starting to like tap more in if you will I believe sorry that was a lot that was a lot that was a long that's a fascinating story though I mean I love that how your life was so different before and then this has come along and it wow it's just completely opened up so tell me a little bit so my listeners can understand what is a normal session with you when how does it pan out sure so for a session for me and I always just say a lot of my clients are like you are not just a tarot reader like don't call it that but I really think it's just the tarot gives it makes it a simple like you know, but I think we all sort of have our own unique ways of getting information. And for me, um, you know, when a client comes in for a session, it's, it's an hour and it's really, I channel through music. So you get a playlist. I have the music playing. So when we were talking at the, the song right now it says time, my clients will get a playlist at the end of their session. And many times it'll even be crazy where it'll be someone who's even dating the musician that their song comes on and I won't even know. I'll be like, oh, uh, that's happened twice. So it's kind of a fun way of, of tapping in and you get music. And sometimes I'll be like, oh, you should go listen to the song because there's more for you to understand. And I use a lot of Oracle decks. I sort of channel where sometimes I, I don't know what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. Some people are like, you're uh, every once in a while I can get information, I guess, from a loved one, but I try to just show up open. I'm the open channel for guidance for the client and the cards are what helped me sort of uh, unleash it. I guess it's the first start of, of opening it, but I, I also use numerology and a lot of other tools too. So it's, it's that's really fascinating. I mean, gosh, I would love a session. I know you're fully booked for months and months and months, but so tell me, like, how can this really help people? If someone's thinking, well, why would I go? What would you say to that? I really push people to not, like, it's the kind of thing that I think if you're unsure, then wait for the sign to be sure. Like it, you'll know when you need that guidance. It's even for myself, people are like, oh my God, do you use the cards for everything? I rarely use them. It is when I'm in a place where I'm like, I feel lost and I've forgotten to, you know, spiral guide me or I feel confused and I don't know what to do about this issue with my relationship. And it's, it's breaking me. I will come to the cards because I'll be like, help me see the light here or like help show me what I'm meant to do. Um, and so, yeah, so I would say it's the kind of thing, if you're thinking about it, like ask for a sign, you know, like, cause also then something might happen where you're like, 
I've had, I've definitely had that happen, especially a lot more now that I've been teaching too, where people are like, I was literally thinking of doing this. And then your Instagram ad popped up or like I was at a thing and someone mentioned your name. And I think those are, those are the signs too. Cause I, I, I also believe like there are certain people we vibe with and there are some, like I have some clients where like, I dream about them all the time. I feel like I read their mind. It's like wild. And then I have some people where I'll even be like, I hope I was helpful. And usually they'll be like, that was, you know, but I can tell when it's like, and that's where you almost want the sign to like guide me to my, you know, I say it's like my angels. Like I have certain friends that I'm like, oh, they're basically like my readers. You know, they say things and I'm like, how did you know that I needed that advice right now? So, yeah. Well, I mean, for those listening on the podcast, I mean, you have such a beautiful energy about you. You are just glowing. And, you know, I mean, it, it's fascinating to watch you. It's absolutely beautiful. I mean, I can see how reassuring and calming that actually a session with you might be as well. It's probably quite exciting as well. I mean, a lot of my listeners are going through heartbreak, some really tough times right now where maybe they've been betrayed. Maybe they're coming out of toxic relationships. And I imagine a lot of your clients are coming to you and they, they have no light at the end of the tunnel. What sort of questions are people asking you? And, and are you, I mean, I know you're talking about helping them guide them. How, how would that work for something like that? Are you struggling to cope with your breakup or divorce? Are you feeling devastated, heartbroken, sad and anxious? If so, please know that you are not alone and there is help available. Sarah Davison, best known as the Divorce Coach, and her team of accredited coaches are here to offer you the support and guidance you need to navigate all areas of your breakup, take back your control, and start feeling happy again. Sarah will show you how to dial down those controlling negative emotions, unhook from your ex, get back in the driving seat of your life, and design a future you are excited to live. Sarah has a range of solutions to support any breakup, including free guides, one-to-one coaching, her Heartbreak to Happiness virtual retreats, live retreats, and you can even train to be a breakup and divorce coach with Sarah too. Visit www.saradavison.com today and start to feel happy again. I mean, I can see how reassuring and calming that actually a session with you might be as well. It's probably quite exciting as well. I mean, a lot of my listeners are going through heartbreak, some really tough times right now where maybe they've been betrayed, maybe they're coming out of toxic relationships. And I imagine a lot of your clients are coming to you and they, they have no light at the end of the tunnel. What sort of questions are people asking you? And, and are you, I mean, I know you're talking about helping them guide them. How, how would that work for something like that? Well, it's interesting because I would say in the last, well, probably like since pandemic, but maybe even a little before that, I would just say so much of my, so many of my readings are so focused. And it, I, I would say even now, like it's so focused on relationship and in the way where like this last year, I have people I've been reading for, you know, eight years who are like, have been happily married for 40 years and who are coming and I have to be like, hold on. Like there's this, the, the energy now is so um, like bringing stuff up in a way that I think has never been done. And especially even this month, 
there's something of a shift because I would say how I approach that or how it's um, been supportive of people is there a lot of it is being able to look at what you need to learn from the relationship, but then also to see, um, yeah, some of that guidance is knowing, um, knowing what you're supposed to see in yourself or learn from whatever is happening, right? How you're finding your strength, how you're like stepping into your power, how you're needing to soften. What I keep getting right now is this like patriarchal, like we are shifting that. And it's like, I don't know, the last month I've been like, I hate all men. And I hate like so much of the, like, there's just this energy now of like, oh, the worst parts are coming up. It's like our ancestral trauma of like seven generations of this like disgusting, you know, behavior that's almost like coming up and out and through. And some of that's really intense and horrible. And I will say, I haven't had any, like, I don't know that I've read anyone where it's been like a really traumatic situation, but I will say I've read a lot of people who are in this, like, maybe there's some verbal abuse or there's like a very, um, in a way that my cards will guide to be like, this is what you need to do for the next month. This is what you need to shift in yourself. And then you can decide, or like, I'll be able to give like a date to be like your work until this date is this. And around that time is when you can see clearly, okay, I've done my work. Now is the other person showing up? Have they done their work where we can grow together? Or is it time to like grow, you know, go apart? Um, the song claim right now is feed me diamonds or, you know, get engaged. Like usually that song comes on for the engagement. Um, but I would say like, yeah, I think your podcast, I said this to you when you, when we first got on, I just think we all need the support and understanding and connection with other women who are, you know, and men, because it's masculine, feminine energy. Like I'm seeing my own masculine. I've been working on that so hard because I've just tried to like blame in my relationship. Like we have like, I know it's part of my work here because I have it in my own work there. And I've, I've really started to see some of my stuff that I've almost like hidden from. It's like very unconscious where I'm like, this feels like it comes from my mother, my grandma, like way deep where I haven't wanted to see some of my role. And so um, that I think that's supportive too. In, in a lot of times in my readings, it's mirrored back to me. <laughs> Well, yeah. Funny how that happens, right? Where clients show up who've issues that you've been going through or had experience of, or it's coming up for you too. Yeah, I see that too. It's interesting how that happens. You, you said something really interesting there, and I, I'm sure some of my listeners would want to know a little bit more. You said, you know, look out for signs. So if things are coming up for people, what, what do you mean by signs? I think in terms of relation, oh, signs for... I mean, to me, the signs are like where you are watching a show and you see a relationship that you're like, and they're going through something similar and you see how it's being reflected to you in the TV show, or you meet someone, you know, like you're in line somewhere and you, you notice it's sort of like picking up on those subtle cues where you could just be like, oh, that was a TV show. Or you could be like, whoa, how did this TV show happen to show up? Like, 
you know, and that can be for good signs, for the hard signs, for the like, it really is um, noticing that. And then sometimes it's just, um, sometimes it's even the more, I don't know, like my daughter is one of my, she's like, I think kids are just so magical. And she says things sometimes that I'm like, or doesn't say things in a way where I'll be like, we're going to make, I mean, this is like a silly example, but like, I'll be like, we're going to make, let's make cupcakes for your play date tomorrow. And she'll just keep ignoring me. And I'll be like, cupcake, like frosting, what is going on? She won't answer me. And, and I remember that one happening. And I was like, this play date's not happening. And the next morning, the mom called me and she was like, Teddy's not feeling well, we shouldn't have you guys come over. And I was like, that's why we didn't make the cupcake. Like she already knew. And it was sort of like, that's like a sort of silly one. But again, because I am like children are oracles and we all should be listening to that, you know, especially toddlers. Like I'm not talking about your teenager who's like angry. <laughs> I mean, maybe they can be a sign, but I definitely think these, these younger children are speaking truth in ways that I still haven't figured out something this morning. My daughter brought it up again. She keeps bringing up a certain forest and I've tried to Google it and I'm like, I've never heard of it before. It's not, I'm like, and she keeps saying, we're going to be there. I'm like, How is this going to show up? So sometimes it can be that specific, but sometimes it's just like, oh, my kid is push, you know, is, is guiding something. Um, yeah. Now, so I see that like, sometimes. Yeah. My own son, my own son sometimes comes out of things like, oh, wow. Okay. I really get now that fits together. How did you know that? You know, they can be so insightful without any mess around it. It's just really simple and pure, isn't it? The messages sometimes they deliver. My daughter for two months, this has been like helpful in a way that could be really sad, but for two months, she started going up to people in the grocery store and was like, I have to buy this for my baby sister. And they were like, looking at me like, are you pregnant? And I was like, no, but apparently it's happening. And I had a miscarriage. She did it for two months. I had a miscarriage, but instead of being sad, all I kept feeling is like, well, I'm having another baby. Like clearly, you know, even as the process started, it was wild though. As the process started, I was like, I think I'm losing this child she was still like no I'm gonna make the baby laugh and when I felt the when everything Pat she never brought it up again and I was like she knows and her saying all that was the reminder to me that another baby soul is coming it really helped me process you know because I know for some people that can be such a traumatic situation and I had a lot to process there too but I really her saying that for so long was the thing to be like, yeah, yeah, it's just my body wasn't ready yet. We needed this because my partner and I have to work on some things and like, we got to get really clear and then the baby will come back because like Charlotte said, the baby's coming. So yeah. Those things can really give you some faith. And even if you don't know the how, then having that belief and just having that knowing, that feeling, it's something you can't really put into words sometimes, although you do very eloquently. You know, just having that belief, like kids have sometimes, they just know things without really being able to express it in words. That can get you through some tough times, can't it? Like breakups and bereavement, all those, and obviously going through a miscarriage, just knowing it's all going to be okay. I just feel it. I don't know how, but I'll figure it out. I think that's really, really key. Yeah. And especially right now, as you were saying, I think there is so much change in the world. And I feel 
you know, personally, I've seen a, a huge rise in stress levels, anxiety, just a toxic nature, how people communicate with each other. And that's obviously quite understandable when you're stuck at home in four walls. We lost a lot of our normal freedoms we take for granted. And I've seen that manifest in relationships breaking down, people that you thought would have lasted forever and would have, but the dynamic of their relationship has shifted so much because they're having to spend time. Maybe she plays tennis, he plays golf, and they both work and they, you know, they've got their own social lives. Suddenly that's all been removed. So yeah, is that what you see? Do you see it coming to an end now as the vaccine's coming out? That's it for today's episode. Join me next time for part two of my interview with Angie Beniki. That's it for today's episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to win a free ticket to one of Sara's virtual retreats. The retreats are a transformative combination of live webinars with Sara herself, coupled with empowering online video programs designed to help you cope better with your breakup and start feeling happy again. For more details, head on over to heartbreaktohappinesspodcast.com, where you can also get a copy of Sara's free gift. Thank you and join us again on the next episode for another dose of Heartbreak to Happiness.